Welcome to the In Defense of Fitness podcast. This is Jeffrey Johnson, and I'm here to make an intelligent case in the defense of fitness. So if you're listening to this, you either are still in the midst of, aware of, or still getting over the fact that we spent a decent amount of time in isolation. Depending on what circle you're running in, you're either referring to this as social distancing or quarantine, the Rona, you know, there's all types of names people are using right now to describe this, this space that we're all collectively occupying. And, you know, I, I had the better part of two to three weeks to record this episode I decided to wait until today, April 1st, um, to do so. Really just, there's a laundry laundry list of reasons why I waited this long. But rather than go through that, I'll just kind of talk you through what was in my head as I drove the mile and a half from my home to this location. I had to take a longer route than normal. Not by choice. Um, I got to a a given corner where I usually go left, and the road was closed. And I feel like the entire world right now tried to make a left down a road that was closed a a few weeks, months, depending on where you are in the world. Uh, A few weeks or months ago, you and your, your neighbors tried to make that left together. We tried to wake up and go to work one day only to be told, now you should probably work from home. We tried to go to the grocery store only to have to stand in line and say, oh, only 50 people are allowed in here at a time. You got to wait. This period of isolation has been tough for some, easy for others. But luckily for those of us who have our health, all it is is a, a road that was closed. It's a detour. So instead of taking the typical seven-minute drive I take to get here, I had to take a 15-minute drive. Yes, I wanted to record the podcast. Yes, I had some ideas in mind. I wanted to get here quick. I wanted to get going. But ultimately, doubling the amount of time that it took me to get here gave me an opportunity to think things through. Gave me the opportunity to gain a new perspective. Gave me the opportunity to... Enjoy some time in the car with the windows down on a, albeit chilly, but beautiful spring day. My point is, just because a road is closed and you have to go a different route, doesn't mean that you're taking a step backwards, or it doesn't mean that what you're experiencing isn't worth it. And I think anybody who spent a significant amount of time on any kind of fitness journey, whether that was something you did in high school, collegiate, or professional sports, if it's something that you've decided to do as an adult to stay healthy, if it's something you still do in your later years to maintain your youth, you recognize if you take your fitness seriously that detours and closed roads are part of the journey. And if there's anything my fitness journey has taught me, it's just that. 
I think back to five years ago. Um, not only was I doing something completely different for a living, I was living in a completely different city. I was spending my time doing and thinking about completely different things. And at that time, had you told me that in five years I would be doing half of what I'm doing right now, I wouldn't have believed you. And I think it's because at that point in time, all of the ideas that I am using as a guide right now were undiscovered. And had it not been for me falling into the fitness routine that I fell into, they might have stayed that way. And when I think about what I was doing then, which was teaching primarily, and I'm depending on the time, I might have still been in my master's program, but there were a lot of things that were floating around in my head then that definitely would have felt like closed roads. What do I mean? So when I was teaching, one of the things that I had always imagined doing was writing a children's book. And I could never really find the time to do so. And I think at that time, what I probably would have said to you is, well, I can't do that because I'm too focused on being the best teacher I can be. Which was true. But why, why couldn't I do both? And what I mean by that is, why couldn't I find the time? Why couldn't I prioritize? Why couldn't I set the things in order that needed to be set in order to pursue both? And I think the answer is because I hadn't learned half of what I needed to learn to be able to do that. And most of those things were learned through my fitness routine. Let me give you an example. As a CrossFit athlete, I've had goals of, let's say, a X amount of pounds full snatch. And I wanted to be able to do X amount of muscle-ups unbroken. I wanted to be able to walk X distance on my hands. Now, I could pick any one of those and I could talk you through the process of getting from A, which is setting the goal, to Z, which is achieving the goal. There were all types of extra letters that you don't find in the alphabet thrown in there. And what I mean is there might have been an injury. Um, there might have been a big stressor in my home life or in my work life. There might have been any number of things to slow me down. And what I learned in an attempt to stay focused and continue to grow as an athlete was that you sometimes have to travel down those roads, even if they look like they're not going to lead you to where you want to go, or even if they're going to take you longer to get there if you follow them. And what better way to describe the period of time we're in than just a different path that might take you a little longer, might send you down some roads you weren't prepared to follow, but in the end will still get you to where you wanted to go. And that extra time spent, if you use it wisely, 
will benefit you greatly in the end. So let me let me stick to one of those fitness examples. So uh, two, three years ago, um, in early on in, in my coaching career, tenure, whatever you want to call it, I think I had maybe two classes, one of which was uh, the closing shift on a Thursday. Now, mind you, this is when I was still teaching. Um, I was still doing a lot of things other than CrossFit coaching. It wasn't my primary means of making a living or spending my time. And I had a goal of wanting to be able to walk on my hands. But because of the way my schedule worked, closing Thursdays meant I had to wake up and get right to school in the morning, teach all day. And then on a Friday night, not really an ideal time for me to try and train. I just, I've never really been able to get into that routine. So I didn't give up on that goal. I, I, had, a, I had set a goal that year to walk 50 feet unbroken on my hands. What I had to do is I had to figure out how I was going to use this detour to benefit me. So I decided typically on Fridays, we do some kind of strength movement that requires a rack. So I decided that Every time I took a rack out and placed it on the ground, I would do a handstand walk all the way back to the full set of racks. Now, when I first started doing this, I wasn't particularly good at walking on my hands, so it took me a while. You can ask my wife. Um, it took me a little while to get home on Thursday nights when I first started coaching because I wasn't going to allow a detour or a closed road to keep me from reaching my goal. Why? Because the goal was important to me. So every Thursday, every time I took a rack out, I did a handstand walk back to the racks. And by the time that year was done, I was able to hit my goal of a 50-foot unbroken handstand walk. Now let's say right before you got the news that you had to stay home in this social distancing time period you had to quarantine and, and isolate uh, and, and you had just set we were in the middle of a squat cycle maybe you just set a squat goal for yourself and you were feeling good and everything was working but then you were told you couldn't go to the gym well that sucks then what you are wherever you are if you're, you're listening to this you're at least a few weeks into being faced with that detour, with that closed road, did you just park your car and stare down the street? Or did you turn the car around and try to find a new route to your destination? I don't know. Maybe you're too soon to, maybe you haven't been down the, the road far enough in your fitness journey to know that you can just quickly make that U-turn and, and go another route and still get to your goal. Maybe you haven't learned that lesson yet. But those of you who have, I'm sure you pivoted, and I'm sure you pivoted quickly. You might have found someone to train with via uh, what a lot of people are doing, Zoom or FaceTime. You might have found your old running shoes, pulled them out of the closet, and, and got back to work. And maybe, just maybe, you're not able to train strength in the way you would have had you been going into the gym. But you're still able to stay mobile. You're still able to stay active. You're still able to stave off boredom with your fitness. So I say all that to, to say this before I, I, I pivot here a bit, that 
when you are faced with something that's completely out of your control, you can choose to complain about it. You can choose to point the figure of blame, point the finger of blame over it. You can choose to play a little violin and act like the world is working against you. Spoiler alert, it's not. Um, it, the world and, and most of its inhabitants are not even aware of your existence, let alone care about how long it takes you to get where you want to go. Or you can turn the car around, folks. And I hope that most of you have spent the last few weeks trying to figure out ways to turn the car around, so to speak. And not to avoid the, the road closure, not to give up on the goals, but to find a new way to get there. I talked about the connection between values, value setting and goal setting in the past. And this almost two-tier system for, for managing your priorities in life using both of those things. One of the goals I set for myself according to that two-tier goal system was to just live a full life. Most of you know who have listened before that um, Dasein and, and the concept of Dasein, which is a being in time, is central to the idea behind this podcast. And one of the goals that I have for myself that I really try to hold to strongly is to live a full life as design, to live a full life as a being in time. And, and, you know, again, I'm not checking my phone here, but I know I am live. So there will be some of you listening to this, hopefully, who've never heard of In Defense of Fitness and decide to give it a listen. But if you haven't, then you aren't familiar with this concept, design. Design is... Uh, a term from one of my favorite philosophers. His name is Martin Heidegger. He's a German philosopher. Uh, fast forward through all the boring details. The, the major tenets of Dasein. One must be focused on the task at hand. One must be able and willing to ignore the idle chatter and distractions of others. And one must be aware that they have a limited amount of time to achieve what they want to achieve, i.e., we all die. So in my two-tier system, I recognized, and I hope you all do, the importance of living in accordance to those principles, to live a full life as design. So one of the things that I've done in the past, um, to a far lesser degree of success than, than lately, is spend time writing. Um, I, I've always loved fictional stories. I've always loved big worlds. I've always loved to use my imagination. And... The last two to three weeks have given me more time to write creatively than I have had in six, seven years since I was back in graduate school. I've done some writing here and there, you know, in between, but this has given me more time to focus on that than I've had in a long time. So I've taken full advantage because it is important to me. I, va I took full advantage because I value living a life as does I, living a full life as does I, focusing on whatever task it is that I have at hand. Uh, I won't get too much into the details of what I'm writing about, but not yet at least, but right before I started this recording and this camera, um, I got an email that the idea that I pre-register for copyright 
was approved. Of course it was. It was an original idea, and I'm glad no one else had thought of it and copyrighted it before I did. But the point is, that's how I've been spending this extra time that we all have been given. Let's think back to the last time you were just told that the world was going to be put on pause. Probably is going to, for some of you, 10, 15, 20 years since the last time you had some type of primary schooling summer. Think about that. Remember that feeling in June? Yeah, it was sad. You weren't going to see your friends and, you know, some people might be moving and you, you might have actually liked your teacher that year. You wouldn't have him anymore. But ultimately, you got to hit pause for two months. And for some of you, you used that time to just relax. For some of you, you used it to commune with others. Some of you, you used it to go to some type of camp and, and, and increase a skill. Anybody remember that? I'm not trying to downplay the the seriousness of our current condition, and nor am I a journalist, so I'm not going to report on it for you. But yes, a lot of people are out of work. Yes, a lot of people are sick and suffering. Yes, some are dying. But let's just think back to the day before you ever heard of a COVID-19. Were any of those things not true? Were there not millions of people around the globe out of work the day before you heard about COVID-19? Were there not millions of people around the world sick and or suffering around the world before you heard about COVID-19? And were there not people dying the day before you heard about COVID-19? If you live somewhere that is not planet Earth, then maybe. All I'm saying to you is all for the vast majority of us, again, who are lucky enough to have our health. All this time is, is an opportunity to gain more time. All this is, is an opportunity to learn how to deal with setbacks and detours and closed roads. I don't know how long this will last. Maybe the next time I'm recording an episode, we'll still be here. Maybe not. Maybe it all will end before then. I'm going to put my money on the former. That being said, I just want to close off this episode with this, and this episode will be a fair amount shorter than the rest. Whether we get permission to go back to work and resume life in one week, in two weeks, in 10 weeks, in 20 weeks, is completely out of our control. Sorry to break it to you. You can't push a button and change that. You can't push a button and end world hunger. You can't push a button and end this pandemic. You can't push a button and give millions and millions of people meaningful and valuable work that will pay the bills. Doesn't mean you shouldn't try to make the world a better place here and there where you can. 
but it does mean that you have an awful lot more to focus on then. Don't get caught up in all the things that are out of your control. Focus on and use the remainder of this time that we are going to be in this period of isolation to focus on things that you can control. I posted about this on Instagram a few, maybe a few weeks ago, maybe a week ago. I don't know. But you can control a whole lot. You miss somebody, write them a letter. I promise you, they're checking their mail every day. They don't have much else to do. You want to learn a new skill? Type in, I want to learn, fill in the blank in a Google search bar and spend two, three hours figuring out how to start doing that. You bored out of your mind and tired of watching Love is Blind or whatever other ridiculous show you've been watching the past this time. Yes, sadly, I've watched an episode and a half of Love is Blind. I was mildly entertained, but mostly deeply disturbed. For those of you who haven't watched it, don't. But if you're tired of doing that, go read a book. Go do something that you don't usually do. Just like today when I was on my way to record this episode and ran into that closed road. I didn't just park the car and stare down the closed road and wonder why I couldn't go down it. If I did, I would have never started this recording. If the last time I got to a detour was the last time that I tried to hit a goal, I would have I never gotten up off my couch five years ago when I ended up leaving my job as a teacher. I would have quit. That was, the first, that was a huge closed road for me. I had spent years walking the walk to get to that place. And then I realized it wasn't right for me. It was a hell of a closed road. Ask anybody who knew me at that time. All I talked about was teaching. It consumed me to an unhealthy point. If I had just decided to stare down that road once I realized it was closed, I would have never started this podcast. You would have never been hearing my voice. To those of you that I have been lucky enough to touch with this podcast and to inspire with this podcast, you would have never had that moment of inspiration. Make sure that this closed road doesn't go to waste. Hit reverse, turn the car around, and spend the next 1, 2, 10, 20, I don't know how many weeks using this time to get better. The In Defense of Fitness podcast was an experiment of mine. I decided I had some things I wanted to say. I thought the conversation around fitness was limited. And I recognized that I had the capacity to change that. If you would like to be in direct communication with me, hop on Instagram, give me a follow, at athletic underscore 
Dasein, that is D-A-S-E-I-N. Or if you would like to start a conversation up with me about programming, one-on-one training, affiliate programming, mindset coaching, head to my website, indefenseoffitness.org. As always, folks, thank you for listening. Thank you.